1450 and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. In the borough, well, they tried. Last night, um, most everybody, with the exception of Eagleville and Cornersville, tried to play football. Four were successful. Um, three other games got rained or lightened out. You know, you, like I said, coaches are part-time meteorologists. I said that right. And um, um, they thought they were making the right call. They were making the right call because four of them got it in. Um, but, you know, you're not going to play tonight. Come on. You know, I was thinking today, 2020 reminds me of some towns I used to travel through in the Ohio Valley Conference. The best thing about them was um, watching them fade away through the rearview mirror when I left. That's the way 2020's gone. You know, you get to play in the first two weeks. You got lightning day, delays. Laverne had one. They didn't start back to almost 10 o'clock. MTCS had over, a little bit over an hour delay. Um, Smyrna finally had to cancel um, or postpone. Siegel, there were two series. Lightning, postpone. Blackman. Ravenwood at Ravenwood never got on the field. So where are we now? Well, I can tell you we had four games played and some, um, a really, really good night for the County. You know, we only had two W's between our 10 teams uh, last week. Riverdale 35, Franklin 21. I mean, Franklin, 25, 30 to 25 again. Um, Riverdale trailed the whole game. But they scored the last 16 points of the game to um, pull out what was really a gutsy and a much-needed win for them. Um, Jamison Holcomb was 16 of 18 passing. Kennard Kid had a big 68, 62, 68-yard run. Late in the game that proved the game winner. So Riverdale's one and one. 
everybody pretty much opens up uh, region play next week. Middle Tennessee Christian School, 21, Friendship Christian, nothing. I would say arguably their biggest win in school history, at least in the regular season. They had not, they had not beaten. That's the first time they beat them since they started playing them, which I think was 2009. It's the first region game Friendship Christian has lost since 2016. You know, I talked about how they had the stranglehold on the region. Thought it was a pretty easy pick. Uh, no. Great effort by MTCS. Shut them out. Put two scores up quickly. And just dominated the football game. I know Friendship had some injuries. Uh, but... Um, there's been some years MTS, MTCS has had some injuries that probably cost them from having a better season than they did. So they very much deserved that win. They earned that win. And it was an impressive win. Laverne 27, Green Hill 7. I don't remember the last time Laverne started this season 2-0. They should have won that game. Green Hill's a... First-year program. Ray Banner is just going nuts. The senior running back for Laverne. Talk about a fantasy team delight. He's already scored eight touchdowns. He's already rushed for like 540 yards or something like that. So good win for Laverne. Uh, again, that thing went deep into the night. Maybe not quite into the morning, but um, close. And finally, Rockvale. Monkey off their back, Coach Rick Rice said. The second-year program made history with a 23-20 victory at Franklin County. Um, what made it so special was... Um, they trailed 10 nothing at the half. They went ahead, fell behind, and then drove down and um, scored a touchdown with 25 seconds to go. Correction, that score was 20 to 17. Um, so great congratulations to Rick Rice. They've been behind the eight ball for two years. They've yet to have a spring practice. Um, they were playing so many sophomores last year, even some freshmen. And to get that win's big. Any win's hard to get, but when you're a fledgling program and you're just trying to get something positive, and them kids go to practice every day. And haven't really had much to show for it. Uh, Coach Rice said at the half that he um, only thing he said was, "Hey, stay the course, and you guys got to find a way to overcome adversity and get this monkey off your back." And then, in typical coach speak, he said, "Now we've got the monkey off our back. It's time to go get ready for our first region game next week against Warren County." 
Sounds just like a coach, doesn't it? But uh, I'm really happy for him. He's a tremendous person, a great football coach, but a better person. And I know the dealings I've had. He 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 makes uh, the media job, media's job, a whole lot easier than a lot of them do. There's no ego there, and he's he's won over 200 games and state championship. Been to the playoffs about every year he's ever coached when he was at Wayne County. So, um, but there's no ego. Um, it's just um, proud to be where he's at. I uh, was proud to start a new program, and some good things are going to happen out there. You know, I'm not saying they're going to reel off seven, eight wins in a row, but this is a game they lost last year. They scored a lot of points, but uh, gave up a lot of points. For them to hold somebody to 17 points, I don't care who they are. That's a big, big, big step in the right direction for the program at Rockville. So, again, congratulations. So, that's our four winners last night. Riverdale again, 30, Franklin 25, MTCS 21, Friendship Christian nothing, Laverne 27, Green Hill 7, Rockville 23, Franklin County, again, Rockville 20, Franklin County 17. I typed that wrong on my notes. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we have been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand-washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. 
WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Riverdale held off Franklin last night 30-25 to to take a victory in Thursday night State Farm Prep Football. A lot of games moved up to last night to try to beat today's anticipated bad weather. Well, that worked for some, including Riverdale. They were able to get in their game without any delays. And again, a 30-25 to victory for the Warriors. But there were several games, Smyrna versus Centennial, Siegel versus Page, and Blackman at Ravenwood. Those games have been postponed. Finals also last night on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard. Rockvale, their first win in school history, 20-17 to at Franklin County. MTCS defeated Friendship Christian for the first time in school history, 21-0. And Laverne is 2-0 with a 27-7 win over Green Hill. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Um, so, what happened last night? Well, Smyrna's playing Centennial. Gets off to a good start. They're up 14 to nothing. The lightning comes. The lightning won't go away. And that's that was really the problem. Now, you can play in rain, but you've got that 30-minute rule. And if lightning strikes, you can't go back onto the field for 30 minutes. Fans have to leave, too, go to their cars. Well, if 29 minutes go by and lightning strikes again, you go back to zero. So that was the problem people ran into last night. So what is Centennial and Smyrna going to do? Okay. Um, they're going to play tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock at Smyrna. Try to get that thing in. Uh, they originally were going to play tonight. Uh, I think they um, realized that was a pipe dream. <laughs> Siegel and Page. It was um, at Siegel. Um both teams ran a series. Siegel ran another series, was moving the football pretty good. The lightning came. Da-da. That was it. All she wrote. Siegel and Page will play Saturday morning, tomorrow, at 10 a.m. at Blackman. Yes, Blackman. At least you won't have a muddy field. <laughs> Blackman and Ravenwood, they just never got it going. I turned to watch. I turned on the TV to watch the game, and all I saw was a one of the pro wrestlers bleeding profusely in the ring. So I was like, "All right, they're getting weather too." Then they panned to it, and yeah, it was a deluge as long as well as a lot of lightning. They will play tomorrow night as scheduled at seven. I do not know if that game's still going to be on TV or not. I assume it will be. Eagleville at Cornersville, they were going to play tonight. They didn't even think about playing yesterday. Um, I think Cornersville had a middle school game, which I thought they could have moved up, but they chose not to. Um, so they were going to play tonight. Well, that, that quickly changed this morning. Uh, they will play at 2 o'clock tomorrow at Cornersville. So Mother Nature um, rearing her ugly head, and as I said, it's almost fitting in uh in the year 220 
with social unrest, COVID pandemics, hurricanes, tornadoes. It's only fitting that Mother Nature is going to mess with high school football. You thought you got a break by getting to play. So that's where we're at with the second week of um, high school football. Again, Smyrna ahead. Um, got a chance to win a couple, three more games, I believe, and have a good week for Rutherford County. It was a tough start last week. Some of them um, um, opponents were extremely difficult opponents. You're not, um, you know, you take Riverdale, they were going to play Clarksville Northeast, who they demolished last year. Instead, they got CPA, Division II runner-up last year. So, you know, Smyrna, they had a tough one anyway against East Nashville, but you get JP2. So, you know, it's tough games. Blackman opens at um, Alcoa. Now they go. Now they got Ravenwood. So, nothing easy. And again, most of all these schools open region play next week. Another thing you you got to be wondering if you're at Smyrna, Laverne, or Stewart's Creek, National Metro said there will be no football or fall sports until further notice. They were supposed to start. Now, they did say they would not start in, until, quote, at least after Labor Day. But you thought that might happen. Well, that's not going to happen. They might not ever get a season in. So what does Smyrna, Laverne, and Stewart's Creek do? I know Stewart's Creek uh, was scheduled to play, um, I think it was Antioch or somebody next week. They're not. They're going to play Beach. So they're picking um, – Stewart's Creek's pick picking up a really difficult opponent, having already played Mount Juliet. Talking about a team that lost 32 starters, I mean, 32 seniors last year. Don't have a starter returning on defense. But they're scrambling to find games. You know, all three of those teams are probably going to make the playoffs unless Metro pulls off its stance, unless the outrage by the administrators and the coaches of Metro um, step up and make a decision otherwise um, I know the, the division with um, Gallatin and Beach the region with them they're the only two they're going to play for the championship <clears throat> what are they going to do with their games and what's up with Memphis Memphis is miffed I don't think it was fair that some people got to start on time. Well, you know, um, Memphis had the opportunity to. They chose not to. Their school board did. And you know, I agree with Bernard Childress, the um, executive director of the TSSAA, when he said uh, it's just not fair to hold other programs back from playing because you can't. It's different times. We knew this is going to be a weird year. Well, We may not even get through this year. We may not even get through college football. We may not even start college football. We hope we do. MTSU's scheduled to play at Army next um, week. 
Matter of fact, uh, they'll be there this time next week at West Point. So you, you don't really know what's going to happen from day to day. I just know that um, I'm glad these kids are getting to play, and if it gets, if the plug gets pulled at some point, at least they got to experience some football. What's going to happen in the winter? You know, the NCAA's moved off all sports championships to the spring. Is it going to be any better in the spring? Is there going to be a vaccine in the spring? Is there going to be another wave of this virus? Do you subscribe to the theory that it will be over after the election? I mean, <laughs> there's all, everybody's throwing this, that, and whatever out there. But we know we've got four more games tomorrow. And um, we'll see what happens after this weekend. And hopefully we'll crank up with um, week three next Friday night. Maybe admit some some stars in the sky. Kind of tired of the rain and the lightning. The rain, okay. Deal with rain. Okay. Move on. Uh, Tara James, by the way, PCA athletic director, girls basketball coach, will join us in the second part of the show. They got a lot of good things going on out there. Um, one college note is the pressure continues to mount on the Big Ten decision makers for pulling the plug on fall football. Another option has been brought to the table by the league coaches. You know, earlier they yesterday they were talking about playing in a dome. Three domes, kind of, and doing that in the winter. The Big Ten is now considering a schedule that would start Thanksgiving week as one of the numerous options for when to begin playing college football again. They met with a lot of backlash. Mike Preston O'Neill yesterday, the coach, when we were talking, I don't know that was that big a deal to the Pac-12. They got so many issues out there. But the Big Ten don't really seem different than the Big 12, ACC, or um, SEC. Um, again, I just think they thought they carried so much weight in power that when they said, we're not playing, and then they got another Power Five said, we're not playing, everybody else would crumble. Well, it didn't happen. And now all these fans and boosters – and players saying, wait a minute. These other three leagues can play. Why can't we play? So, um, little, again, it's just a wacky situation. All righty, let's take a break. We'll be right back, and uh, Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Listen live to 
WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's busy, but it's moving out here up and down 24 here at Elmaville Road. A lot of traffic still flowing. Obviously, 24 east over from Davidson County back into Rutherford with this rain coming through our area once again. You're going to have to give yourself extra time. The Curious Creatures exhibit at Ripley's Aquarium has unique reptiles. Check out the uh, Ripley's Aquarium in Gatlinburg. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. (laughs) (laughs) Simultaneous Scooby. It's in stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. The Conference USA office has announced its initial television broadcast schedule for the 2020 football season, and the Blue Raiders will have nine games on television with one more to be determined at a later date. And along with that comes the kickoff times for uh, at least nine of the 11 games on the schedule. Again, all games, of course, will be on the Blue Raider Network right here on WGNS. Here is the schedule with the kickoff time and television outlet. September 5th, next weekend, Blue Raiders open at Army 12.30 
p.m. kickoff, which means our tailgate show begins at 11, and it will be televised on the CBS Sports Network. Home opener, September 19th against Troy. 3 o'clock kickoff, ESPN 3, ESPN+. October 3rd, home against Western Kentucky. That'll be homecoming. And it will be a 4 p.m. kickoff on ESPN 3, ESPN+. October 10th at FIU. It's the only true night game on the schedule. 6 o'clock kickoff, ESPN 3, ESPN Plus for television. October 17th, North Texas coming to town. That will be a 4 o'clock kickoff. The game will be shown on stadium. October 24th, Middle Tennessee's first ever trip to Rice. That will be a 2.30 kickoff, and it will be seen on ESPN3, ESPN+. November 7th against Charlotte, 2.30 kickoff Central Time. That will be in Murfreesboro, ESPN3, ESPN+. Saturday, November 14th at Marshall, 12.30 kickoff in in, uh, Huntington, West Virginia. That game will be on the CBS Sports Network. November 21st at Troy. It will be a 2.30 p.m. kickoff and uh, yet to be determined as far as the uh, as far as the television outlet. Then on uh, Saturday, November 28th, that will be Thanksgiving weekend. It will be the Blue Raiders against FAU. It will be on the CBS Sports Network with a time to be given later. So that is the schedule. It is on GoBlueRaiders.com. And all your kickoff times except for one are available there on GoBlueRaiders.com. Well, Rick Stocks the Live's weekly radio show will start next Tuesday, and the show will be moved on campus at least for the beginning of the season due to health and safety concerns. The show will be Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, and it will be uh, every Tuesday of a game week. Fans can watch the show live and listen, of course. Listen right here on WGNS. And it will be on the following platforms, radio and television. On radio, here on WGNS, 1450 AM, 100.5 and 101.9 FM, and also 97.5-1025, the game. On the TuneIn app, Blue Raiders have their own channel, so search Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders on TuneIn. If you haven't gotten the TuneIn app, you certainly need to download it, as well as the Blue Raider Game Day app. You can watch it uh, on video on the Blue Raider Game Day app. Also, the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. Of course, you have to be a member of Facebook. And also on True Blue TV. That is the broadcast channel for the university. And you can tune in on Comcast Xfinity Channels 9 and 1096, Channel 9.1 on the MTSU Cable Campus, and also on Channel 195 on DTC in Alexandria, Digital Channel 206 on on United Communications in Chapel Hill, and on Channel 99 on AT&T UVerse throughout the Mid-State area. All right, that's it for Friday. We'll start breaking down the Army game when we get back with another update coming next Monday. All righty, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're now going to be joined by Providence Christian. Academy's Tara James, uh, the school's um, athletic director and girls basketball coach. Coach, how are you? Doing well. Happy to happy to have another day when we're at school and we got games tonight. So excited about that. But just trying to look at every day is just a gift at this point that we are here. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen the news on Metro schools, which has made me even made me even a little bit more grateful to be here. Yeah, you know, that's terrible for those athletes because, you know, um, until further notice, you don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, they were already, I know, um, not playing until at least after Labor Day. And so it looks like that's going to be extended. And, for you know, I know at least in football, I mean, you know, here we are. We're already starting week two tonight. And before you know it, you're three-fourths of the way through your season yeah i i feel for those athletes feel for those coaches um it's not looking good for their seasons and i have been flooded the last couple days with emails from soccer teams and some football not realizing that we're not doing 11 man yet where games have been canceled and so they're just trying to fill in their schedule with some of the metro teams that they had um so it's it's tough on the other side of that as well yeah, and it really is. And, you know, like you said, you, if you're playing, be thankful for it because <laughs> it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's not a given anymore. <laughs> no, and it's not – I'm trying to look at the positives. It's not easy to walk around and get folks to put their mask on and try to keep your kids distanced. Um, you know, we're already cramped in our gym as it is, so it's really hard in a small gym, but – Man, I think I said it last week or week before, if they want us to spin on our heads to allow to let our kids to play, then I'm willing to make people do that. So it's not enjoyable, um, per se, to kind of police that, but it's better than not playing at all. Tell you what I was going to do. Let's start, let's start with some golf. Sure. Uh, I know you had a tri-match uh, this week with um, Oakland and MTCS. Oakland won it. MTCS was right behind them. Y'all were right behind. It was a real competitive match uh, across the board. But one player I wanted to mention was on the girls' side. Well, actually, two really good players. You'll have to tell me who the other one is because I forgot her name. But Isabella Johnson shoots a 200 par 34. Yeah, Uh, and Caroline Pardue, the other one who's a freshman. And, Molly, that's an eighth grader, Isabella. And then ninth grader, Caroline Pardue. Man, both of them can just flat play. You can ask Coach Hammonds. They can wear him out, too, I think, um, on the golf course. But 
uh, they won a match yesterday. Um, they took the day yesterday, and I, I'd have to look back and see who was all involved in that, but they won that pretty easily um, yesterday. So, yeah, the, the future is super bright for golf, and I think we've been talking about that on the show, just led by Philip Pettit and our middle school golfers have always been pretty strong. High school golfers, um, we've had a couple, but we're, we're now heading into that time where the high school team is going to be really impressive girls and boys-wise. Yeah, I know last week when we had LeBron Ferguson, your football coach, on, we were talking about the two girls, and then there was a guy, there was a boys player that had shot well. I told him, I said, hey, I'll take them three right now, and I got a good scramble team. Yes. Eli Brown is the boy, and he's in seventh grade. That kid can play, and he's played all over. Um, he's played in Augusta. He's played in a bunch of different areas. And, of course, we can't pull him up as a seventh grader. But if we did, there'd be another championship for our boys. And there's some other um, there's some other good golfers that are eighth graders and ninth graders. So the bulk of the, the main talent is with our younger kids, but starting to creep into that high school um, high school age. So it's it's fun. I know Philip and Carrie Hammonds. They're both coaching together. They're really enjoying it. Yeah. Now, does Philip? I, I know their personalities, both of them. It, it, yeah. Carrie, see, Carrie reminds me of like a strength and conditioning coach. You know. Oh yeah. They're like sure. ma- they're maniacal, just just you know pumping you up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Philip's right. kind of, you got Philip kind of laid back. So um, Philip got to calm him down a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if that's happening on the on the golf course. I'll be honest with you, and this is kind of throwing Carrie under the bus. I think Carrie's looking for private lessons from Philip while he's out there. You know, so I think Carrie is doing. Uh, now I totally agree with you on the basketball side. On the golf side, Carrie knows that Philip is the man, um, and so Carrie's out there getting to hang out on the golf course with the kids. Carrie is one of the most organized people that I know, so he's doing a lot of the administrative. Um, parts of that and and yeah he's definitely pushing the kids this is philip pettit's show uh carrie's just happy to be along and then also selfishly pick up some some tips from the game from from a former pro yeah you could do a lot worse that's for sure yeah definitely <laughs> than philip so um uh okay let's um let's talk about your volleyball team they've had some success as well they have, and um, it doesn't all have to do with this kid. Man, they're so fun to watch, first of all. Tons of excitement, tons of joy. It's good to see them out there and having fun. They got beat recently at Columbia Academy, but took them all the way to five matches. Lost the last one 12 to 15, uh, but, but Columbia Academy is probably top three, top three team in the, in the district. Um, McKenna Shotwell is a new, you're going to hear this name over and over and over again, a new uh, student at PCA, she's a freshman. Their family moved in um, this year, super excited. She's a powerhouse hitter, really, really fun to watch. In fact, I'm trying to recruit her for basketball, but her dad says that she can't walk and chew gum. I find that hard to believe, so I'm not going to give up on that, but she can play, a lot of fun. And then you've got Marley McCauley, who is a junior, who's about to hit 1,000 assists either tonight or Tuesday. So you've got that combination, Monty, between an incredible setter and Marley and then McKenna being a powerhouse hitter. Um, it's just, it's, they're fun to watch and they're surrounded by other good players. So I think postseason, they could be a team that can sneak up on one of the top three, uh, on the top three teams 
and they're really, really enjoying it. Fun group to watch. Tell you a funny story. I won't mention the coach, but he's like, man, if I could just get some of these volleyball girls out for um, <laughs> basketball, we'd be, you know, he's a girls basketball coach. So right. He goes, we'd be a lot better. And he goes, he goes, they'd beat us 20 right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, they're usually tall, you know, long yeah. girls that are athletic. Um, Gracie Womack is another hitter that is a freshman, or I'm sorry, a senior, um, and she can flat hit the ball too. So it's it's really been fun. I think this is, uh, you know, just looking at them right now, this could be their best season for sure. We're joined today by Terry James, the athletic director and girls basketball coach at PCA. We'll take a break and be right back. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's busy, but it's moving uh, here up and down 24 here at Elmaville Road. A lot of traffic still flowing. Obviously, 24 east over from Davidson County back into Rutherford with this rain coming through our area once again. You're going to have to give yourself extra time. The Curious Creatures exhibit at Ripley's Aquarium has unique reptiles. Check out the uh, Ripley's Aquarium in Gatlinburg. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on Twitter. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making... I'm Ron Jordan. The average cost of regular gas in Tennessee is $1.99, and the national average is $2.23 a gallon. Drivers are paying $1.89 in Wilson County, 